You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com. So we'll continue along. Stump Rothenberg, of course, coming your way at 1030. I want to spend a couple minutes on the Jets. This, I can't even believe that we're living in a world where this has to be discussed. Mike White is your quarterback. Mike White gives you a better chance to win. This is, you know, if the Jets were, I don't know, five and seven, maybe Zach Wilson makes sense. But the Jets have a real chance, and with the Raiders' loss, a real chance to get into the postseason because you're battling with New England, who stinks, and the Chargers, who always underwhelm. So you get to nine, you might get in. You get to ten, you're going to get in. And now all of a sudden it's, well, do, do we go with Zach Wilson or do we go with Mike White? No, it, this is not a debate. You go with the better quarterback. I'm sorry. Zach Wilson at this moment, and probably never for the Jets, if, I, if truth be told, Zach Wilson is not as good as Mike White. Accept it. Deal with it. Move on from it. The, uh, honestly, the Jets, the Jets are a really good quarterback away from being a team that I mean, you wouldn't want any part of. If you're Kansas City or Cincinnati or Buffalo, and even they got you anyway, if you're Buffalo. And they got you with Zach Wilson. But Zach Wilson is, he's, he's a, a passenger on this. And I think that they finally figured it out and realized that we, just, we can't continue. Like, the current day and age of the NFL, you, you have to make quick decisions when you're a franchise. And when you're a franchise that has a chance to be good, you can't play a guy that holds you back. And I, what I don't understand, and again, he's a second pick, and I guess it's the only reason they do it. What I don't understand is why, why won't they commit to Mike White? You know, you know he's better. I know he's better. You know he gives you a better chance to win. So why, why are we playing this game of, well, Zach's going to get snaps at some point this season. Well, that's in, in what, mop-up duty? You'll be down 31-13 to 13 in the fourth quarter tomorrow, and then you're going to bring in Zach Wilson? Why? Why can't we just be honest with ourselves and not play this game of, no, no, Zach's going to take snaps this year. Why? If Zach Wilson takes snaps this year, you know what that means? That means that something has gone wrong with Mike White. That either Mike White is hurt or Mike White is completely ineffective. I mean, completely ineffective. Not he's bad tomorrow. He can afford a, a be bad tomorrow. There's, no, there's almost, in my mind, nothing that can happen tomorrow where I would say, you know what? Get Zach Wilson to, to be my starting quarterback next week against Detroit in the biggest game of the season or the following Thursday against Jacksonville. No, I'm sorry. For me, this season, listen, I'll be honest with you. If, if this season is all Mike White, how do we ever go back? And this is what I can't wrap my arms around. Maybe you have the answer and, and I just don't get it. How do we ever go back ever to Zach Wilson? Because you can't finish out the remainder of this year. Hopefully get into the postseason or at least compete all the way through week 18 in the Miami game, not see Zach Wilson and then say next year, all right, Zach's going to be the starting quarterback week one. There's no way you can do that. So I, I think the Jets, I mean, listen, I can't figure out another way for Zach to take a snap, like a meaningful snap with this team. I really can't. 1-800-919-3776. Let's go to Ira in Staten Island. Hi, Ira. Hey, good morning, Dave, and I couldn't agree with you more. It's just um, if uh, Wilson has to take a snap, things have drastically gone wrong. 
As a matter of fact, I'm so confident to say if God forbid White were to get hurt and they happen to beat the Bills tomorrow, I think Flacco would side next week against the Lions, not Wilson. Because so, I think I, I, right let, now let me Wilson... ask you this. How, 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 do you, how can you ever go back to Zach Wilson? Like, like if you don't see him for, for the remainder of this season, how in, in the world could you say next year that he's your starting quarterback? You can't, and I don't think he's even going to be on the Jets next year. And I'm, I'm hoping things go right with Mike White, and I hope he ends up being the starter next year, and they bring in a guy like Minshew as your backup, and then they go forward. But I think Zach Wilson's days, in my opinion, I could be wrong, I think his days are numbered as a Jet. And, you know, just getting to this game tomorrow, listen, you know, I, I know what the obstacle is. It's going to be really, really tough. It'll be a huge upset. But, you know, the weather, like you said, with the Giant game, it's going to be a major factor up there tomorrow. And you know what? Josh Allen, you know, he has a tendency of turning the ball over. So if the Jets' defense could create some turnovers and the Jets could establish some type of run and they could play a clean game, uh, it wouldn't shock me at all if they win this game tomorrow. I hope they win this game tomorrow. How, how good would that be, Ira? Oh, could you imagine? you imagine if they win this game and then we got the Lions coming in next week, which is going to be a tough game? Well, let's be fair. Oh, it's going to be a very tough game. Anybody that thinks the Lions are a pushover is just just stupid. All right? Everyone knows the Giants would a terrible loss to the Lions. Was it really? Lions are probably a more talented team than the Giants. Ira, Jets win this game tomorrow. You now have to start thinking about winning this division. Uh, Yes, you can make that argument. Well, now you've swept Buffalo, Ira. That's right. No, you, you win this game tomorrow. You, you, you're you right. Then you start talking about division. But I tell you, the Lion game scares me more than the Bills game. How's that? Oh, that's – no, that's that, – Larry, you're, you know how I feel about you. The Lions game scares you more than the Bills game? The only reason I say that is that the Lions are hot right now. It, I, it just – in 2000, okay, the Jets lost in Oakland. They needed one game to make, to make the playoffs. They come home from Oakland after they got waxed out there. They played the Lions on a rainy, miserable day at, at Giants Stadium. All misses a field goal. The Jets lose 10-7. And the following week, they go to Baltimore, and they lose, and they don't make it into the playoffs. So maybe I'm scarred from that game. But give me the Bill game tomorrow. I'll take my chances with the Lions. I would expect them to beat the Lions. But to me, that, that, that's a tricky game. Well, I, I agree with you, and thanks for the call. It's a tricky game, but it doesn't scare you more. Like the the Bills are they're the one seed in the AFC right now. I mean, there there are very few tougher places to play than Buffalo. But I'll tell you what, the, I think the Mets, the, the Jets match up pretty well with the uh, with Buffalo because you can put Gardner on on Diggs. And by, by the way, I don't think we give him the credit he deserves. Sauce Gardner is not a great rookie corner. Sauce Gardner is great. Sauce Gardner is a great player. And you have him on on year one of this deal. What what an absolute treasure that is. Appreciate it. I mean, the Giants are running out McLeod and and Fabian Moreau and it's just guys that it's like wait who? And 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 the Jets have Sauce Gardner and DJ Reed. Like they they really have it. Just goes to show you they've revamped this thing with a snap of a finger this year. One eight hundred nine one nine three seven. Seven six, Danny, Long Island. Danny, good morning. You're on ninety eight seven. Good morning. I'm on my five mile walk. Just me, my dog, and Dave Solo. Nice. Which I think the name of the show should be JD. We already had a title of a name with the word Solo. JD, just Dave. Just Dave. Uh, just I don't. Dave. I don't hate it, Danny. I don't hate it. Where Where are we walking Listen, right now? We're walking in I'm like in the... Mass, I'm in a Mass Speaker Preserve, bundled up, just me and nature, listening to you, Dave. It's, nice. It's very calming. It's calming to the soul. Not terrific, Danny. What do you Listen, got this morning? I re- 
I read the keynote speaker on the station about the Jets, but the statement about the Detroit Lions should probably earn him a one-week ban. I mean, that, it was not, I mean, it was not thing, his finest moment. Yes, it wasn't his finest moment. And, and, and everybody loves Detroit because they love the coach. That's their crazy uncle. We love the Detroit Lions. That guy's great. He's blowing snot on the sideline. Total. Everybody loves Detroit. Listen, 1 o'clock. The NFL has to stop with this putting all the games on at 1 o'clock. It's madness. So tomorrow I'm going to be in my local pub. I got Jets, Giants. I'm for the, I always root for the home teams. I'm not, and I got my Steelers against the Ravens. That was going to be my stump Dave question. This is the 29th time that Harbaugh and Tomlin have faced each other. That's the second most in NFL history, going back to uh, Curly Lambeau against George Hallis. So this is a rivalry renewed. Didn't think it was going to be much of a, of a rivalry, but the Steelers are coming along nicely. Not a playoff team, but the, t- the quarterback is showing some progress, which is all we asked for this year. And uh, if they can manage to beat the Ravens without Lamar Jackson at home, they got, they're got 6-7, and seven, and they, you, know, you, you never know. But you I, never I really know. hope that... You never, Danny. Just go, just go out there, and win the game. I mean, what you've Listen, won what two in a row? That would make it three in a row. Now you're a game within five hundred. You, you never know. I mean, odds are you're not going to make it. And you're going to Carolina it. next weekend. Which, if you can't beat that game, then you shouldn't even talk. Just, just, just be five hundred. But listen, anyone who thinks the Giants can't win tomorrow didn't watch the game on Thursday, where Baker Mayfield ran off the the plane in his underpants, put on a uniform, and led one of the most ridiculous three minutes I've ever seen in football. So anything's possible. You know, a couple of balls bounced the wrong way, and the Giants are in it. Let, let's give it. You know, let's go, guys. I never root against. I never root for. Oh, nobody's rooting. But, but Danny, to be to be realistic, like like filled out. That's a very good team. That's an elite team. And thanks for the call. And the Raiders are. I mean, what 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 a disgusting show that is. I'm a Raiders fan. I probably don't go to work on Friday morning. And that that is what a repulsive showing that was. You you led the Rams without Aaron Donald, without Cooper Cup, without Allen Robinson. Without Matthew Stafford, without any of their offensive line, you led them 16-3 with five minutes to go in the game. You allow the the forever touchdown, come down three minutes to go, you put it in 16-10, fine. First down run, nothing. Second down run, you pick up like nine yards. You have a third and half a yard. All you need to do now is pick up the first down, knee it out, game over. You lose a yard. It's fourth down. You punt it away. One of the great punts you've seen goes down to the two. No timeouts. Two minutes to go. Under two minutes to go. And Baker Mayfield leads him on an epic drive. And by the way, you have a, a, a pass interference. You have an unsportsmanlike conduct. Like you're, If I'm a Raiders fan, I would have thrown my TV out the window after that game. What an embarrassment of a loss. All right. 1-800- 919-3776. We continue along, and then at 1030, we go where everybody absolutely loves, Stump Rothenberg. It's J.D. It's Solo Dave. It's Rothenberg on his own. Saturday morning right here on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com. Joe Leah, what time did the call start to roll in for Stump Rothenberg this morning? Just after 10.02 this morning. Which is good, because we've had in the past where people have started calling at like 9.12, and it's like, I'll, I'll, here's my question, put me on hold, and the guys are like, we can't put you on hold for an hour and a half. No, but- that, that's one stipulation. I'm not taking calls before 10 o'clock for Stump. If you call at 9 o'clock, sorry. Call so back later. So it's after after 10. Is Not, when you can really start to get into the. I mean, nine forty-five ish, sure, but 
If you're calling at the start of the show to get on Stump, we have other things to get to. Can you even believe the popularity of this segment? I mean, I can, but, I mean, we need to temper the the excitement until at least 945. I'm the bell cow of the show. Yeah, I mean, people can't help it. They get so excited. It's such, it's such a, it's an award-winning segment. And you now get to be involved in it. You out there and, and you in here. So it's very exciting. All right, we'll get to it in about six minutes. 1-800-919-3776. Let's go to Saheed in Brooklyn. Saheed, good morning. You're on 98.7. First of all, let me say good morning, Brother DR. I used to listen to you a while back. I haven't made it to your Mount Rushmore of callers when you had the show with Ray in the morning. Really? Yeah, Brother DR. Brother DR. <laughs> and now Ray's doing the uh, broadcast on the Knicks game, and you're everywhere, international man of mystery. Congratulations, brother. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. So here's my question, Saheed. Where where have you been? Oh, man, Dave, I got married at a kid, and I was working Uber when I was speaking to you, so I, I used to get the show in the mornings, and I used to work Sunday mornings, but now I'm back to the evening. So, But I get to listen to you and that that uh, Ray Pietro. I'm not a fan of his. You don't like you know, Pietro? You make the show. Yeah, yeah. You're my guy. You're I mean, my guy. You know what? I, I, hate, to, I hate to, you know. <laughs> I hate to make it negative this morning because you're so optimistic, but there's a lot of people that feel like that. How's your kids? How's your, how's your boys? They're great. They're great. My oldest is amazingly going to be 16 in, in a month, which is terrifying. That is my a... youngest is 12. Wow. They, they, they're great. I mean, I, I, just, I, I can't speak highly enough about them. They're phenomenal. Kids make you, man. Um, so I wanted to ask you a question about uh, uh, Tom Thibodeau. So with, with, you know, with this little win streak yeah. and, you know, we're on and we're off – do you think we should still? You think the the Knicks would be better off moving on from him and letting the kids play, or you you know you want to hold on to him and just try your luck with uh, the? Well, team? I don't think they're going to move and, on if they're winning games, right? So that, now they've won three in a row, and as as uh, frustrating as he can be, I mean, you don't see Fournier anymore. Derrick Rose is out of the rotation, and and Grimes yeah, is yeah. playing. So I mean, McBride is playing. I they I think they are playing the young guys. I I'm I'm okay with the way it's rolling along right now. All right. Well, you know what, Dave? You have the most wonderful day possible, and I continue to listen to you. Um, continued success, and it was a, it's been a pleasure, man. You uh, have a good day, brother. Thank you, Saeed. And what what a what a caller! No wonder he was on the Matt Rushmore of my of my callers. Guy's phenomenal. Blessed day. Understands the greatness of what we produce here on the radio. That's that's a caller. Let's go to um. Oh, I, sh- I wish I was down down in Fort Myers on the beach today. Let's go to Wes in Fort Myers. Good morning, Wes. Good morning, Dave. How we doing, baby? We're we're doing it, Wes. We are doing it. I hear that. I hear that. Shout out to the company first and foremost. Um, wanted to get into the Knicks. Yep. Um, I know I called a few weeks ago, and you know I went in on tip. So you know I want to take that back. I like what I'm seeing, but you know as the late, uh, not the late. <laughs> The great Christopher Walken once said, uh, "It needs more cowbell. I need, I need more." What do you, you know? Need? What I mean? Well, no, not I just really. Need, what, I just what need more of for? it. I, I like what I'm seeing. I just, I just need, I just need the consistency. I need the need more consistency. Um, I want to give Grimes his flowers, man. He's giving me John Starks vibes, man. Do you feel the same way, or am I no, alone in this? No, I, no? I, no, no. Well, there's two different things. I like Grimes. I want to see more Grimes. I'm not going to sit here and tell you he's giving me John Starks vibes. John Starks is an all-time Nick. John of course, Starks put of course, his, and he's brought just his lunch started. pail and his hard hat to work every single day. 
I, I mean, agree. this was a guy I that agree. came from nowhere. So, no, I like Grimes. I'd like to see more Grimes. I'm not comparing him to, to what I consider an all-time. I'm not, no, 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 I'm not comparing him. I'm just getting the same. Like, he, he just brings that grit that we've lacked for so long. You know what I mean? Like, he, he has a smooth shot. You know, he could dunk on you when he gets the chance. And he just needs, he just provides that grit and energy that we've been we've been longing for for so long. I like him a lot, and I'd like to see more of him. And the thing is, he's a two way player, so he can he can shoot, he can drive, he can uh, he can defend. Yeah, listen, I'd like, and I think you're going to see more. Like, there's no reason to think that he's not going to get more playing time as we move forward here. Yeah. Hey, Wes. I just I just like to see his win. That's all. Have a great I, weekend, Dave. I love you. Really breaking it down, Wes. I like it as well. I like I like to see all my teams win. That's that's all I that's all I want. I don't I don't need beauty. I don't I don't need gorgeous passes. I don't I don't need Brazil type of goals. I I just all I want is for my team to win. The Giants can play the ugliest game in the history of football tomorrow. If they have one more point or more than Philadelphia, that's a success. You know all these people. Oh, I'd rather have. And my wife and I used to get into fights about this all the time. She'd be like, yeah. She'd be like, I'd rather play great and lose than play awful and and win. I was like, you're out of your mind. Because she played lacrosse and I played tennis. She'd be like, I'd rather if I played great in a lacrosse game, and we lose. She's like, I, I'm okay with that. I was like, what? What kind of an attitude is that? It's all about. That's all it's about is winning. That's all anything about is winning. You win, you move on, and you're happy. You lose, you should be miserable. Should be. 1-800-919-3776. All right. We've walked you right up to it now. You have Stump Rothenberg on the horizon. 1-800-919-3776. You want to go football, baseball, basketball, world history, geography, presidents, wherever you want to go, go. Just the only thing I ask is that you make it a legitimately Good question. And Joe Leo, I'm just saying right now, there's tremendous pressure on you as we sit here at this very moment. Tremendous pressure. And now you're missing. 1-800-919-3776. Stump Rothenberg, award-winning, next Saturday morning, 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com. He knows sports. I'm intrigued by a lot of guys. And he's very humble. I go away, this show dies. So now it's time to see if you can stump Rothenberg. Is the DS4 or 7, by the way? And away we go. Stump Rothenberg on a Saturday morning brought to you by Slomans. 1-800-919-3776. Joe Leo, a lot of pressure on you today. Start easily. Where are we standings-wise as we, we hit a December 10th Stump Rothenberg? 415 and 85. You sure you added last week's standings into that? Yeah, I did. And... Or- Last week we were 4.01 and 82. So we did a little 14 and 3 last week. All right. You're going to be great today, aren't you? Great. If you're if you're not, I don't I don't know what else we can do with you. I still stand by the uh, the baseball rules. Three uh-huh. strikes you're out. All right. Let's see what we got. 
Do you feel that everyone on hold with their question right now has a, a at least very good to great question? Yes. All right. Let's go to Andrew in Farmingdale and test that belief. Andrew, you're on Stump Rothenberg. Hey, good morning, Dave. There are now three certainties in life. Sex, death, taxes, and fading Rick DiPietro football picks. Oh, I love it. He really he doesn't know what's happening. Um, here's my question. Yeah. Aaron Judge and Justin Verlander are the third pair of reigning MVP and Cy Young Award winners to sign new deals and free agency. Can you name the first year that this happened? No, and, and I, don't, I don't think this is a great question. Um, no, this would take me forever to start to think it through. Uh, I, I have no idea. I'll take the loss on this one. What do you got? Uh, it was 1989, Robin Ute and Mark Davis. Robin Ute. Okay. Yeah, not so. Robin Yount, no. Robin Yount was the gentleman back in 1989. All right, I, I, jo- Joe Leo, what, 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 what's happening with you? I told him too that uh, uh, Joe Leo, that's a, that's an awful question. How is that awful? Come on. It was Joe, 89 and 92, 92 Joe, with Bonds and Maddox. Joe, nobody cares. I think it's an important question. You, 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 Harv, you ready to run point on Stump Rothenberg next week? You know, let me get yeah. my resume in order and yeah. I'll get back to you. You don't need to get week. your resume in order. <laughs> the, I don't care what your prior work history says. I think this is going to you. <laughs> John, and and, and if, the, if the next five, six, eight questions are to the equivalent of that, it might go to you today. John in L.A. John, you're on Stump Rothenberg. Good morning, Dave. Here it goes. Um... What is the farthest that the U.S. national team has made it to the World Cup? So they made the World Cup quarterfinals and lost to Germany. But I think, did they ever make the semis? Is my question. I don't think so. I think the furthest they made was, oh... Two, when they beat Mexico and lost to Germany. Am I missing something? I might be missing the first year ever where they made the semifinals, but I'm not sure. Because I know 1950, they beat England. And then they didn't go for a long, they didn't go from like 50 to 90. So I know they made the quarters in 02, and now my only question is, did they make the semis in 1930 when Uruguay won it? And I'm not sure. Uh, I know it's one of those two. I will say with a, a little bit of confidence, 1930 semifinals. Is that your final answer, Dave? Uh, I think so. Final answer. Uh, yes, sir. They were third place. That's the farthest. All right, Dave. All right. And there we go. And now we're one and one. Joe in Westchester. Joe, you're on Stump Rothenberg. NBA, Dave. Yeah. In the last 30 years, there have been two players to score 30 points in a game, grab 12 offensive and 12 defensive, oh, at least 12 offensive and 12 defensive rebounds in the game. Name one of them. 
So, so you had to have 24 rebounds at a minimum. Minimum 24, at least 12 of offense and defense, and score 30 points. Kevin Love. Correct. Ha! And now I have to I have to go with another one. Oh God. All right. This is not gonna be right. I'm thinking of one of two guys. I'm thinking Dwight Howard or Andrew Bynum. He's no longer there. Do we do we have the answer or are we just wasting time now, Joe Leo? Or, all right, so then we're, we're going to give that to me or no? All right, that, I, they're giving me the win. That's 2-1. and one. Why did he drop? What happened? You guys hung up on him. It's Joe Leo. He's, he's trying to sabotage the segment. Let's go to Richie in Middle Village. Richie, you're on Stump Rothenberg. Two colleges have produced three Super Bowl winning quarterbacks each. That's it? Two colleges? Yeah, they, they, they have produced three Super Bowl winning quarterbacks. Name the two colleges and the six quarterbacks. Has Purdue produced it? Miami? Stanford? Cal? Alabama? Notre Dame? Purdue? Correct. Len Dawson? Correct. Bob Greasy? Correct. Drew Brees? Correct. Now, Alabama has Star, Namath, and Stabler. You got it. That's it? All right, you we'll take it. it. And then Notre Dame, I think, has Montana, Theismann, and LaMonica, but LaMonica never won. So there you go. All right. So we'll take it. That's three and one, Joe Leo. Take that. John in the car. John, you're on Stump Rothenberg. Hey, really quick, uh, Dave, just want to give a shout-out to my fiance. When I got on hold, I told her uh, I was on hold. She's listening right now, and she loves you. She thinks you're a genius. Yep, well, she, uh, she has she good taste. What's her name? This. What's her name? Uh, her name is Ashley. My name is Ashley. Ashley, congratulations on uh, on your engagement and nothing but success in, in life and in love. How's that? You didn't expect that was going to happen, did you? <laughs> no, I did not. She loves you. She thinks you're a genius. You're uh, incredible. Probably because she doesn't hear the antics between you and Richter in the week, only the Saturday stump. But uh, so the question is a geography question. Okay. It's pretty common knowledge that the three most populated uh, countries in the world are China, India, and the United States. Can you name the fourth? The fourth most populated country is Indonesia. That is correct. (laughs) And by the way, just to, to really bring you the latest of what's going on in the world of sports and history and everything, Morocco, Morocco has put one on the board against Portugal at late stages of half number one. The Moroccans take a one nothing lead. How's that for full service? What is that, four and one? I think we're four and one. All right, we continue. Chris and Beth Page. Chris, you're on Stump Rothenberg. Hey, Dave. Um, two players have... Won a Heisman Trophy and yeah. also played professional baseball in the majors. One of them, obviously, is Vincent Bo Jackson. Can you name the other? Ooh. 
won a Heisman Trophy and played pro baseball. Right. Drew Henson. I guess that's not the answer. Um, Vic Janowitz. He's he's tight, very tight-lipped. Um, I I guess uh, I guess I'll go with Janowitz. Final answer. You got it, Dave. Great job. And there we go. Can I get the ding? All right, we'll go one more, and then we'll break, and we'll come back. So what is that now, five and one, Harv? It's five and one. Five and one. Five, five. Joe Leo, how do you feel like it's going? I think it's going well. You're very nervous, no. though, aren't you? Yeah, it's okay. I don't feel like you're all that, you know, involved. I feel like well, you're Well, I'm like... screening more calls to get continue this fine uh, segment here. Okay. Let's go to Fran and Massapequa. Fran, you're on Stump Rothenberg. My man, Dave, best segment on the air. How are you, my Hello, friend? Hello, friend. All right. Have I, had a great, I had a great question, which I know is 100%, but uh, he couldn't verify it, so I'm going to go to my second question, which All right. I'm very upset. But anyway, uh, Dave, yeah. what active Major League Baseball player has been hit by the most pitches? So it's active. It's active. Right. Um I know Don Baylor was always up there. I know Craig Biggio had a lot. How about, oh, you know who it is? Because uh, I know they mentioned it during the telecast a million times. Uh, Anthony Rizzo. <laughs> you, my friend, are 100% right. And next week, my question will definitely stump you. All right. We, we will see. And there you have it. Uh, I guess the answer could just be the Mets have been hit with the most uh the most hit by pitches. All right, 1-800-919-3776. So now we're 6-1. and one. And not only are we 6-1, we started out 0-1, oh so we've, we're on a six-game winning streak. 1-800-919-3776. We continue along, and we continue along next, right here on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com. And we return, Stump Rothenberg, round two, part two. Jolia, where are we now? Six and one, is that accurate? That is accurate. It's pretty good, huh? It's a good comeback from last week and, you know, me trying to sabotage this segment, but, yeah. you know, we're moving people, right people along. Were, people were very, very unhappy with you. Very unhappy. Uh, a couple of lines actually open at the moment, one 800 919 Seven six. Uh, Jolio, did you say you're playing today? Yes, I am. Now you're playing in the five pack and regulation as well. Correct. All right. Your your question. It better be great. All right. So in the movie Rain Man, Raymond and Charlie are, are in the car listening to the radio. What is the name of the radio station they're listening to? When they're driving to Vegas. Um, uh, uh, in uh, in the convertible, and he lets him drive. Oh, I don't know. It's like 97-something. It's it's old-time rock, I remember. Um, mm. I don't know. I don't know. It's like, uh, I don't know. 
It's it's a rock and roll station. Ninety seven. It is. I'll give you half credit. It's ninety seven X, the future of rock and roll. That's not terrible. Not terrible, but I'll give you a half. Fair. Um, eh, I don't really want your half. So it's you, not a great. It's, you'll it, take I mean, the L. How, how can anybody know that though? <clears throat> yeah, I'll, t- I'll take the L because I'm, I'm, I'm. The segment is bigger than me, but I, I really, I, I feel like you could do better, and that's that's like your build up to that question. This is a pretty my, big concern, my concern is you don't really understand the, the, the base of the segment. The, the, the basis of the segment is if you're out in public, you, this is information you would say to someone that you're just meeting. Hey, did you have any idea about this? And it would be a, like a conversation starter. If you walked up to someone and said, hey, do you know the name of the radio station in, in Rain Man? They'd be like, I don't care the radio station in Rain Man. And I think there is the big piece that you're missing. Will in Pearl River. Will, you're on Snuff Rothenberg. Hey, Dave, how's it going? Uh, I just wanted to say that I defended you to Kay a couple weeks ago, and that drove him to apologize to you over the year. Yeah, well, I, I, I appreciate that. that. Michael that has some, uh, you're, you're a good man, and Michael has some deep-seated issues that he's going to have to deal with. <laughs> yeah. All right, so before I start, Jolia wanted me to, to modify my question. Can I hit you with the question I came up with originally or the modification? Um... Joe, you're going to have to rule in here because I don't know what's what's the appropriate um, direction. I think the modification suits the segment best. All right. He says modify, so modify. Okay, here we go. Yeah. The first pitcher to accumulate 300-plus wins, 3,000-plus strikeouts, or tw- and 25-plus saves is who? I mean, you think John Smoltz, but it's probably not John Smoltz. So it's 300 wins, 3,000 strikeouts, and 25 saves? Yep. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know. I've always heard it within a sub-3 ERA, which is like... Walter Johnson and Tom Seaver. Um, I mean, it could be Smoltz, right? But this, uh, but I don't know that Smoltz is. Th- you said three hundred wins is in there. Yes. I don't know that Smoltz has. Does Smoltz have three hundred wins? I don't think he does. He definitely has a twenty-five saves, and he definitely has the the. 3,000 strikeouts. But I don't think he has the... So who else could it be? It's not Pedro. It's not Scherzer, Verlander. I don't... Saves was not even a category, I think, when Walter Johnson was... was pitching. Um... Could be Gaylord Perry? This is not a long list. I don't think Gaylord Perry ever pitched out of relief. Bob Gibson? Don Sutton? I'm, I'm uncertain. Um, I mean, Sutton's clearly over, over 3,300. Burt Blylevin, but I don't remember him. 
I don't think he got the 300 wins either. Um, maybe Randy Johnson? Did he ever close out games? He definitely got to 3,000. He definitely got to 300. I don't think he has the saves. I don't know. I don't know. So I'm going to guess. And my guess will be... I really don't know. I'm going to guess... Bob Gibson. I, that That is incorrect, Dave. Um, I thought you were going to get it because you said his name twice. The first guy to do it was Walter Johnson. And the second guy to do it, because there's only two, is Phil Necro. And you were looking for Walter Johnson was the answer. You're yes, I was. Yeah, so, I, didn't, I didn't realize Walter Johnson had, had the save. So, all right, you got so it. What I, you know what they did? When they made the save an official stat, they went back through the record books and adjusted oh, everybody's okay. stat. Okay. All right. Well, uh, good for you. So you. You get it. That That's a loss for me. Put him on hold for round two. Let's go to Willie in Brooklyn. Willie, you're on Stump Rothenberg. Yes. In the history of Major League Baseball, four players have hit home runs as a teenager and in their 40s. Who was the first player to do that? I think Minnie Minoso did it. Um, and in their 40s. Some confident Minnie Minoso. Uh, Ty Cobb might have been the first one. And I You're right. She- yeah, Ty Cobb, because right. I think Sheffield did. Ty All right, Cobb. there you go. Ty Cobb. Ty Cobb. That, that's, that's a win. Let's go to, uh, oh, he loves this segment. Anthony Mail Truck. Anthony, an, an, Hello, again, David. good morning. Good morning. Um, really quick, can you uh, just just say hi to Maria, my girlfriend? She's in the car. Uh, I I will, but I will. But this is it. No no more hi to the girlfriends, Maria. You're lucky to have a gentleman like Anthony. Uh, try to you know sway him from being a Cowboys fan. That's a very ugly look for him. But good morning and hi to Maria. How's that? Thank you. Thank You're you. Very Perfect. Beautiful. All right. So here's my question, and it's kind of a layup, but uh, I'm going to ask it anyway. Who has, as a rookie quarterback, who has the most passing touchdowns in a single season? It's got to be Marino, right? Um, oh, maybe it's Herbert. Maybe you're one of these recency bias guys. Because Marino, Marino had, what, 48 in year two, but I don't think he had that many in year one. I'll, I'll go Justin Herbert. I think he had, like, 30, something like that. Final answer. Justin Herbert is your final answer. You are correct. Yeah. There we go. All right. Uh, where are we at, Joe? What's our record? Eight and three. Eight and three? How's this Duke in Richville Park? Is he good? He's pretty good. He's, He's pretty, pretty good? good? All right. You sound like you're really sold on him. Duke in Richville Park. Good morning, Duke. Good morning. How are you? I'm okay. What do you got? Oh. Okay, in the Major League Baseball Rookie of the Year category, there has been one winner of the Rookie of the Year whose last name only has three letters. I mean, I would would think Mel Ott would be my my guess. But hang on, let, let let me work through it here. Only one has three letters. Um... Rookie of the year started at, what, 47? I think Ott was pre-47, so it's probably not going to be Ott. Tommy Agee's four. 
Only one has three letters. Um, Jose Abreu doesn't doesn't fit in here. Let's think National League. Jonathan Indian, no. Jason Bay, final answer. Incorrect. No, no it's not. It's not. It's not incorrect. Jason Bay won the rookie of the year with the Pirates. The what? He didn't win rookie of the year. Steve Sachs, only one. I don't know about that. Joe Leo, we're, we're going to need you get get I'm, to work. 1980. What was it? Sachs was 82. He definitely won rookie of the year, but I think Jason Bay did also. I'm gonna I'm gonna levy in here. Uh, Jason Bay, National League Rookie of the Year in 2004. So, so there, then there we go. So, so I'm accurate. All right. So when you said that was a really great question, Joe Leo, maybe in fact it wasn't. All right. So we have the two guys that have beat me that are still on hold, and then Joe Leo is going to try to salvage this with his five pack. Andrew in Farmingdale. Andrew, you're on Stump Rothenberg. Round two. Hey, uh, sorry, sorry for the poor question that you didn't like it. Um, well, it's not that I don't care for you because I do, but I just I didn't love that question. I think I think with my explanation, you understood what I didn't love about it, right? I I totally totally get it. I'll try and do better. Okay. Uh, easy one should be a layup. Uh, let's go, Phil Sims. More head state. Correct. Thank you. And now we go to uh, Will in Pearl River. Will Stump Rothenberg go round two? All right, uh, Dave. Uh, this is not my forte, but I want to say that the, the question I got you with put me over five hundred against you. I'm very proud of that. Congratulations. Finally, I'll, thank you. I'll go with this one, Ray Guy. The punter Ray Guy, who just passed yes. away, the, the Hall of Fame punter. Yes, this should be easy for you if you know all that already. Oh, I know all about Ray Guy. Uh, Ray Guy number eight. Uh, I believe was a first-round pick in the 73 draft and attended the same college as a Hall of Fame quarterback, Southern Miss. Did you say Southern Miss? Yeah. Very good, Dave. Dave, I got to say, man. Dave, I got to say, to give you praise, you are legitimately good at at this. It's like you're the rain man of sports trivia. You know, you got to get the answers right. You can't watch like he has to watch Wapner at 11. You gotta watch football on Sundays. It's phenomenal, dude. Thank phenomenal. You. I love the segment. I love you guys in the morning. And like I said, I stuck up for you for, for uh at nice. the K show and, and you know what? When that happens you. again and it will, I want you to fight for me again. I will, Dave. You know, I, I I'm on your side, my man. I'm on my side. I'm on your side, dude. I appreciate you have a good it. Day, All right, man. Joe Enjoy Leo. your holidays. Thank you, you too. Joe Leo, Tweet now it's that. Now, Print now that. it's you. Now it's you. Your five pack. Five please, pack. Please, for the love of God, please make them good, Joe. All basketball. All right. First one, Steve Smith, former Heat player. Steve Smith, Michigan State. That is correct. Oh! For Judd Heathcote at Michigan State. Kiki Vandaway. Uh, Kiki Vandaway went to UCLA. Father also played in the NBA, went to Colgate, I believe, but Kiki would be UCLA. Yes. Oh! Mo Cheeks. Maurice Cheeks, former head coach of. Uh, of numerous teams in the NBA, was traded back in the day for uh, Rod Strickland. Um, Mo Cheeks went to West Texas A&M. Correct. Was on the great 76ers teams of the early 80s. Former Knicks head coach, Kurt Rambis. 
Kurt Rambis is a California. Is he Santa Clara, maybe? Kurt Rambis. Kurt Rambis. Oof. Where did he go? I don't know why I think he went to Santa Clara, but now I'm having second thoughts on that. Where did he go? Am I thinking too much into this? I I think he's I oh God, because I think he's from the Midwest, but I'm con I'm gonna I'm gonna go with my gut and I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Santa Clara University. Your gut is correct. <laughs> and the last one, because this sun is just lighting it up in the NBA right now, Manute Bowl. Manute Bowl went to University of Bridgeport. Yes he did. Yes he, did. <laughs> yes, he sure did. All right, and there you have it. So your 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 five pack much better. Your screening still a little to be desired. Your five pack much much better. And that is Stump Rothenberg brought to you by Slowman's low price home heating oil and twenty four hour service. Call one eight six six oil deal right now to see how much you can save this winter on heating oil with Slowman's. That's one eight six six oil deal. We get to the NFL big games this weekend. Are they winnable? We get to it next on ninety eight seven ESPN.